Hello, I'm Jeremy Eden. I'm Dan Eden. I'm Madeline Matsey. <laughs> and this is 90 Under 90. 90 movies. Under 90 minutes. second uh bridal uh themed movie that you have chosen uh for this so and, and you know the first one was a good one so when dan texted me about this uh and he was a little concerned about the quality of this film i said hey it could yeah, because yeah. neither of us were familiar and i said it could be good i mean sweetest thing turned out to be good so i did not know if this was a movie that you had enjoyed hey, at hey, one hey, point hey, no we agree no. on the sweetest thing being good I I feel that sweetest thing is <laughs> better than I That was a surprise. Yeah. Okay. That is what you said. This movie is not that. I finally watched that penis song, by the way, in its <laughs> since we did the episode, and it is fucking insane. It's, it's bonkers. It's it, insane. It, it's bonkers. Uh, yeah. It does not make any sense. No, I wish no I wish Bride Wars had a penis song that might have redeemed it a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Right? That's what I was gonna say. There's it's lacking uh, a music, a whole musical number. But I, you know, we digress, I guess. But uh, all right. So why did you pick this movie, Madeline? Why did you do the, just because you wanted you because it has an eleven percent, and then you wanted to see us <laughs> attack it? Because I'm ready. So, like okay, a lot of comedies, <laughs> a lot of comedies, ha- like score very poorly on Rotten Tomatoes. And, um, you know, some Star Wars movies, too. Like, we, you know, let's, let's, uh, again, I digress. But I thought, let's revisit this movie because I remember hating it so much when I first saw it. It's like, truthfully, it is, it is like an insult to the term chick flick, which, (laughs) which chick flick is now becoming a, a derogatory anti-feminist term for female geared movies and this is an insult to that because it is just it is it is rotten 11 percent might even be nice for this movie yeah yeah it's it's unfortunately it has it it has the right elements i mean it has like kate hudson and anne hathaway two like huge names for romantic comedies 
here's what I'll say about the two of them, actually. Um, by the end of this movie, I was uh, solidified in my feeling that Anne Hathaway is great. And <laughs> by the end of this movie, actually by about 10 minutes into this movie, uh, I came to the conclusion, I fucking hate Kate Hudson. You're I, right. I don't care for her at all no. as a performer, but especially her character in this movie. I mean, you're not really meant to like her character, but just as an actress, I don't really care for her at all. I think there's like one or two movies like like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Fantastic. But it's like for what it is. <laughs> but that might be the only movie I actually like her in. Kane's doing that heavy lifting. Yeah. yeah, it's true. It's um, true. I I have no comment on Kate Hudson, but Jerry, you're very so it's clear which bride you're choosing in the wars here. It is true. All right. Uh, I I am uh, I I am pro Hathaway all the way. I agree uh, with you. There's nothing. There's there's yeah, actually, very very little redeemable about Kate Hudson in this movie. This yeah. Is, this isn't so much like a a Batman Superman. This is like they said they posit Anne Hathaway as the hero and Kate Hudson as the villain basically in this movie. So. And you should probably view them the same. Mm. You would like think. Real life. They're supposed to be they're supposed to be best friends. So you're they should be on evil e- equal playing field, but they're not. Oh no. Yeah. No. No, not we at should. all. The, the, what's interesting, I don't know, speaking of uh Apropos of nothing, we're on a we're on a podcast. I don't know if you guys know this, but there's another podcast. It's called How uh, How Did This Get Made? You guys listen to that one? I am uh, aware of it. I haven't listened, but I know exactly okay. what you're talking about. I listen on occasion. Yeah, uh, is June Diane Rayfield, who plays one of the friends and one of the writers of this movie, which is kind of ironic. I think their finale yeah. should be Bride Wars if they're gonna. They should just do it, right? To be uh, fair, yeah. yeah, maybe. And she's yeah. in this. She's the it's her one. and Casey Wilson wrote it with a third person that I was not familiar with. And I mean, uh, to be to her credit, she is the funny part of this movie. Like the June Dan, the yeah. JR role. Yes. Okay. Because nothing else in this movie is funny, except for know. maybe a moment or two from Candace Bergen. But it's really it's her carrying all the yeah. humor of this movie. Murphy Brown, Murphy Brownlee, the show that everybody knows about but doesn't watch. That's my. Does anybody did, did they reboot it and did anybody watch it? Like, is I don't it still it on? They no? they did in fact reboot it and nobody has ever. I've never known anyone who watched Murphy Brown. If a Murphy Brown falls in the forest and no one's around to tune in, did she even exist? Is my question. No, uh, but she's in this. Candace Bergs and uh, Bergs. Uh, the Bergs and th- what I couldn't put my finger on like there's a voiceover that kind of like it's you fucking throw it away for all I care in this movie but it's like I was trying to figure out who it is and I was like Diane Keaton <laughs> what's her name from Jumanji uh, Bonnie Hunt Bonnie Hunt is it like that's what I, I guess out. And then it's like, oh, Candace Bergen, that's a that's a fucking curveball because she doesn't do a lot of movies, right? Not lately or in this era. No, certainly not ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She shows up pretty randomly, I guess. Well, Obviously, Zid checks, I guess, are uh, are drying up a little bit. Yeah, she needed some money. That's the only thing I can think. Why why else would you sign on? They were all just cashing a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they were all just making money. Yeah. 
I'm it is mad about you didn't exist either. Now that we're on the subject of <laughs> it comes it didn't exist. Um, anyway. Yeah, another show that nobody watched, um, but somehow lasted forever. It had like seven uh, or eight seasons or something like that. And um, the other thing about this movie that I found surprising was uh, was early Chris Pratt in an yeah. unlikable role. He's basically Andy Dwyer season one of Parks and Rec. Yes, <laughs> except minus any element of charm that Andy Even Dwyer last has. Likeable, but season fun. one, Andy's not as likable, and then he like figures it out season two. And that's what I, like, I wrote that down. I was like, this is season one, Andy, but worse. We're <laughs> all worse. Like, who's that guy that they, they fucking cut right out of Parks and Rec after season? Paul Schneider, that that actor. Remember oh, him? Yeah. He's like, supposed to be the gym of Parks and Rec. Oh, and yeah, yeah, get yeah. Get the fuck out of here. They piss off. Never Paul. talk about him again. Yeah, they forgot about him. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry. We're talking a lot about sitcoms here. Uh, <laughs> um, so it's written by June Diane Raphael. It's got Kate Hudson and it's got Anne Hathaway, but it was supposed to be for Emma Roberts and Nikki Reed of the Twilight movies I read. And this... so then, like, how would that have worked? They would have been like teenagers when this came out. I guess like, Emma Roberts <laughs> is younger than us. Yeah, yeah, geez. that's fucked up. I nobody's younger than me. That that is. <laughs> um, so it, anyway, this is also the first. I don't know why I'm saying this, but it's also the first movie that Kate Hudson produced. So that's a fun fact, also. So yeah, her name's that, on it twice. Like <laughs> yeah. muscles for Bride Wars. She fought in the Bride Wars. She's like, I'm gonna collect so much money from this when it shows on TV all the time. And you and we will get there way at the end, but she was banking on a fucking sequel. Some bait wars. Yeah, yeah, the cliffhanger ending, yeah. Spoilers. Uh okay. So should we get into it? Yeah, we might as well. Let's just all let's right. just power through it. The bride wars. Brace yourselves. Uh, the opening credits. There's wedding imagery, but it's it's kids' wedding imagery. It's makeshift kids' wedding imagery. You got like these fake rings. You got these little wedding invites made by kids, and then you see Chris Pratt's name in the credits show up, and you get these little bride and groom figurines, and these two little girls are playing wedding. They're not playing house, and I thought that was really interesting because most kids play. They they skip the wedding and go straight to the domestic uh, bliss. Right. Yeah. You're right. Just want to focus on the wedding. So I thought that was interesting. I feel like there's this weird myth that has been perpetuated in Hollywood that all little girls do this, that all little girls plan their wedding, all little girls dream about this from the time they're very young. I don't remember ever doing this. I could be wrong, but it, I don't remember like well, planning a wedding and doing a fake wedding. That doesn't to be fair, like, Madeline. Your mom 20 years ago, and this is I found this out through Murphy Brown. She said, 20 years ago, two mothers brought their daughters to a wedding, and it was at the plaza, and it was the best fucking thing ever, and it shaped their lives. So, to be fair, Madeline, you never went to a plaza wedding. You're right. You're so, right. It ain't June, and it ain't the plaza. I have seen Hashtag. Home Alone too, though, so that kind of... It really you know, does glamorize the plaza hotel. I mean, It does. It's luxurious and spacious. They've got rooms Down that have little refrigerators that you have to open with a key. Yeah, it's yeah. it's everything that you want. We all the height of luxury. Beat for beat that movie. Cedric, don't count tips in public, Cedric. <laughs> uh, 
there's two little girls. Oh, so back to the voiceover. We're like, who is this? Who cares? And there's like two little girls from New Jersey held in their hands. And am I hitting a lot of peas? It's hard. Sorry if I am. I'm going to try not to pee peas in this episode. Two you, don't have, you, don't, you don't have a pop filter on your yeah. uh, on your microphone. Two little girls from New Jersey held in their hands a new dream. Uh, is a, a, a person, sorry, who would stand yeah. by them their whole lives. What they wanted was a, like a husband, basically, is what she's saying in the voiceover. These girls wanted to get married. And then they, they just have, wanted to have a wedding. Yeah. That's what it seems more accurate. Yeah, it's not about love. It's just about a big party. And mm-hmm. that's it, really. Like a fancy wedding. And they have this fake wedding, these two girls, and they're as kids. And uh, and they're, like, given exchanging vows. And one of them has to be the groom, so one, they must have flipped a coin or something. Clearly Anne Hathaway had to be the groom. Because Kate Hudson always got her way. Yeah. Fucking, uh, I don't think they trade it off very often. And then they say they'll have. She to... seems like she's not a very fair friend. Yeah, you know. And <laughs> what way... gave you that idea? <laughs> a lot of dirt kicked in her eye, you know. Now I'm on a new microphone, and we flash forward, and they're discussing uh, Marion Saint Clair, and she's uh, apparently like a, a big uh, to do. Uh, you got to book her to book your wedding. She's like the best wedding planner in New York. She's so, so good, in fact, that she narrates movies. Yeah. <laughs> and where are they at? Would like get this scene? They're at a wedding, right? Themselves. Yeah. They're grown up now, mm-hmm. and. They're they're at a, a friend's wedding and it's JDR's it's, wedding. Yeah, June it's Diane JDR's. Right? It's it's her wedding and she is um, basically herself. Uh, she is um, uh, a bitchy character that uh, she is perfect at playing and she has played yep. so many times. We've seen it to 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 great avail every time. She does it well. Um, they're they're walking around the venue and they're kind of like judging it a little bit. They're like, hey, like this is kind of like the big line of the movie. They're like, it ain't June and it ain't the plaza. And they're like, whoa. Like, cause, <laughs> they you just kind of let us know plan. that they're a-holes from the beginning. Like yeah. basically right away. They're like, we're, we're going to our friend's wedding and we're judging it and we're just a couple of assholes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right, right now is when I start to realize, oh, they could just rename this movie uh, White Privilege the movie. <laughs> and uh, uh, fuck all these people. I don't think there's anyone in this movie I'm gonna like. I'm like I'm sitting here hoping that yeah. Chris Pratt is gonna save something for me, and then that turns out not to be true. Uh-uh. I just think of all the people who got married at like White Castle and stuff, and like, do they go to other venues and they go, it ain't August and it ain't White Castle. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they're older now. They're at the wedding. They're judging their friends. They're, we meet. They're both their respective boyfriends. We get Chris Pratt, who plays Fletcher. Fletcher? Yeah. Fletch? I wrote Star-Lord in half of my notes, Star- so I really wasn't paying yeah, attention no, he to plays, the names. He plays Fletcher. Fletch. Fletch. Uh, and then you get this guy who looks like a jock John Mulaney. So we're going to call yeah. him Jock Mulaney. And they're the boyfriends of No, it's Anna. the guy from Shameless. It's Kevin from Shameless. Oh, Do you guys watch Shameless? I don't watch Shameless. I oh. don't, but Caitlin does. Sorry. That he's like, the thing is, he's super jacked now. Like, he's like super bulky. So in this movie, like, he's Uh-oh. very thin. It, and he looks like Adam was watching with me. He's like, he's like who, brother. He's like, who is this guy? <laughs> Who's this scrawny <laughs> mother? Yeah. 
And then we get a TiVo reference because uh, Anne Hathaway's talking about like to Chris Pratt, who's her boyfriend. There, he's just an average Joe. She's like, you'd rather be at home right now on the couch watching TiVo. And he's like, oh, am I really that predictable? Like, I really said TiVo. I totally missed that. Yeah. And then like Jock Mullaney's like just really supportive. That's all I remember from him. And then uh, there's a toast from JDR. She's on stage. And, you know, like in retrospect, good for her for throwing back a little shade, even though she didn't know her friends were shading her behind her back. Because she fucking calls out one of them for like recycling a dress. Right. Yeah. She calls out Anne Hathaway for uh, recycling a dress from a long time ago, which seemed to me unfair. Uh, because maybe this woman doesn't make a lot of money and she has to recycle a dress. Also, what's wrong with recycling a goddamn dress? I like this. I don't understand the rules I and the it, laws of women's, uh, wedding attire. I clearly. took it differently. Cause she said like, Oh, you're wearing the dress that you wore when we were in college or something. I thought it was like, Oh, you're still so skinny comment. Uh, oh, I took it. I took it as a, uh, as an insult. Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah, look like, at you like, wearing that old thing. Yeah. Which again, I'm like white privilege the movie. Like this is a movie is white wars so far. <laughs> and uh well I guess that's a mystery just best left unsolved, but okay. they're um I guess the, I'm the, not gonna oh, go back and watch it again. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so this is like I guess they're all like former sorority girls. They like catch the bouquet and uh, we get to that, that great voiceover from Candace Bergen again saying, I, I would have seen the signs if I was there. The look in her eyes like a fucking animal. And then, she, like, she does drop a lot of F-bombs in this movie. I was really <laughs> surprised to hear Candace Bergen say fuck so many times. I know. Especially on Murphy Brown, the reboot, too. Yeah. Oh, a lot God. of nudity and... Uh, they, uh, the two, there's a lot, hey guys, do you like jogging? Because there's a lot of it in this movie. Competitive jogging, no less. There's a lot of jogging uh, in the morning, and they're talking about something while they're jogging. That's what probably I have. Probably weddings. Yeah. I can't prob- remember. <laughs> probably weddings is my guess. Something. And Kate Hudson is clearly not as good as Anne Hathaway because she's got those short stubby legs, and Anne Hathaway's got those long stems. And uh, so, yeah, like Kate Hudson is like, get it, your team Hathaway all the way. (laughs) I'm just going to take a pro Hathaway stance for the rest of this podcast. That's fine. Kate Hudson, by the way, she's a lawyer and she's having a very judicious lawyer meeting, business, business with lawyers and plaintiffs and defendants in a business meeting setting. Asserting her female dominance. Yeah. We cut. That's all you need to know. She's we a tough cut. bitch. That's it. And you know she's like she's like like literally up here. Like she's in a skyscraper. And then you got Anne Hathaway. She's like literally down here. She's just a teacher in a public school system. She's just yep. like the she's just like Fletch. She's just Which an is, average Jane. Again, no? this is why I'm like, you know what? It's okay if that you recycle a dress. You're a teacher. Like yeah. you probably need to. That's fair. They don't they, even. They you live in New York store. City. It's expensive supplies and stuff it's just yeah that happens and uh, she's a teacher and we get uh kristen johnson from yep. third rock from the sun who she shows up in this it's pretty crazy because i'm she's like a little what? bit funny she has like yeah. a few moments that are kind of yeah. funny she's, yeah she's she's the other kinda. funny part of this movie she's like she's much funnier than they the movie lets her be which is unfortunate True. uh 
I watched a lot of Third Rock. You guys fans of that show growing up? And stuff? I, oh, yeah. I became a fan right in the last season, and it didn't matter. <laughs> like, it was going away. I haven't seen um, it in forever, but yeah, I do remember watching it. Yeah, where do you get to watch those reruns? I don't know. Like WGN yeah. late at night or something like that. The WGN app. You have to stream TBS it. Late it's uh, twenty twenty three ninety nine a month. <laughs> it's WGN. Yeah, I don't have cable. I don't know. <laughs> you get right. reruns of MASH and uh, and uh, that's it. So. Oh my God, MASH. Um. And this is the sitcom show. We should just abandon. Yeah, we should abandon this. You can tell that we don't want to talk about the Bride Wars, the infamous Bride Wars of well, 2000, see, whatever. Someone had to do it, so yeah. we had to rip the bandaid. It's on the list. We yeah. had to rip yeah. the bandaid off. Let's just get it done just early. <laughs> here, I'm gonna send you guys a smiley here. We're doing this on Skype, so hold on. That's yeah, uh. We'll did you guys take... get that? I did. I did oh, get yeah. it. Okay, good. It's, it's laughing, a laughing hysterically. I sent them a laughing smiley. Um, Which did not happen anyway. at all during our viewings of this movie. <laughs> so there's a student that tells her there's a teacher that's looking for, and it's Kristen Johnson, and she asked her to, she, her thing is she's always asking her friend to do favors for her, and Anne Hathaway just fucking takes it because she's just that kind of person, unfortunately. People pleaser. They want us to know that she is a people pleaser from the beginning. And she's a little bit stepped on by her friends. By her coworkers? Yeah. Her colleagues. Peers. She's she's the real she's the real doormat of this movie, you know? So uh and she's like, I think uh, that's all you really need to know. She asked her to do debate team for her in her stead. And she's all like, fine, you do Tuesday study halls and I'll do debate team. And like, that's the compromise. And somehow you're getting off light. I'm Kristen Johnson. And she storms <laughs> off. And there's uh, the two ladies. Uh, they take a walk. Uh, they're, they're walking and they're talking in the next scene about Kristen Johnson. You know, there's movement. There's walking and talking. That's just like. It's kind of like the West Wing. It's like Entourage, another sitcom-y uh, thing. And she's like, they're talking about how she's way ahead of us. Where's our divorces? Because she's apparently twice divorced. So uh, now they're trying on clothes. And uh, okay, this is when the, 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 the money difference really comes into play here. Or do you just start to see it? You know, you start yeah. to see it. Because uh, she gives a, a, a fucking... A Dolce blouse to Anne Hathaway. And she's like, you can't give me a Dolce blouse. And she's all like, yeah, I can. Right, guys? She's she's like... Because I make more money than you. Yeah, she's sticking it to her. She's like, don't give me this. People are going to know I can't afford this. It's like if I adopted a seven-year-old kid, they're going to know it's not mine. And uh, It's just like that, right? It's just like adopting a kid. Now let's go jog about it. Uh, and they find later on, like they're inside and uh, can you guys explain this to me? They're at, uh, Kate Hudson's place and they're going through some clothes cause they're trying on clothes because of the Dolce. As women house. do. As, as women do. They talk about weddings and they try on clothes. <laughs> yep. and they find a Tiffany box in his like clothes and they don't open it. Because Kate Hudson runs out and she's all like, I got to look at it. And Anne Hathaway's like, she screams to stop. It's like a blood-curdling scream. Yeah. And she does because they're besties. And uh, she tries to look at it. And my question is, like, 
spoilers, later on this box comes into play. There's nothing in this box at this time, right? No, there it totally it, is. It's definitely her engagement ring. Right, but is it in that box? Because like in the later scene, he has another box, and it's no, like it's a nicer box. box. No, he is pulls it? out the I same, think it's the same. Like, bluish oh. green box, and then oh. he yeah. pulls, like inside that box is the, the right. ring box. And then he pulls out an even tinier box, and inside <laughs> that he goes here, yeah, and it's like a magician. It's just like so eye rolly. The whole Tiffany box and the Plaza yeah. wedding, and it's just kind of like, all right, right, it's, White it's... Castle all the way, right, Madeline? Yeah, right. Oh, Normal yeah. people get married and don't have weddings <laughs> like that. Jalapeno poppers. <laughs> you don't need the Plaza in June. No, Taco Bell in Vegas. Oh, that works too. Go. <laughs> and the honeymoon in at Krispy Kreme. So there you go. That's uh, you can make a lot of love in a Krispy Kreme. Definitely, you know, I guess it's all that disgusting imagery of the glaze. Uh, anyway, we can. Oh my God. Uh, she tries. Okay, so she promises not to tell that she's engaged as they go out to meet their friends for drinks. Because she's not, though. Well. She's technically not, but, you know, technically is because she's got that box, the Tiffany box. So she shows up and the, she's got the, the two stock friends. You've got the other white one and you've got the Asian American one. And they're supportive and they got jokes, you know. They're not good, but they got them. Yeah, they got them. And uh, they're, you know, just talking about weddings and, and engagements and drinks and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that's all they talk about in this movie. Honestly, like usually, I I like I wrote a lot of notes here for this movie because a lot like I guess happens and not at the same time because uh, it's an exposition dump. Like in the first five minutes, I just like trying yeah. to keep up. And then like if you really look at it though from like a, a macro point of view, it's there's not a lot to it. It's just like wedding, 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 and then like the no. conversations, like the content of them is there's not much to it. Really. No, honestly, like the. The hijinks that ensue are like they're low jinks. They're not very good at all. Like there's there's nothing to it. Like there's very few really comedic beats to anything that happened. Like so much of this movie is gone without a laugh, in my opinion. Like yeah. I, I yeah. just wasted time. And it's hard to care. Like the how like are the stakes really even that high? Like you're just planning an expensive party at the same time. Yes. And also the conflict that occurs later, like we don't even need to go like fucking straight through this one because it's so like boring. But like the conflict that ensues later is like is such bullshit to me. Like there's it's I mean, we'll get to it. You know, I don't want to like jump straight to it. But like, I don't think that this movie even needs to be a movie. Like, I mean, obviously it doesn't need to be a movie because it's not funny, but like. The conflict isn't like so big that you're like, oh, okay, now you have a premise for like to propel you forward. It's like, no, this is a simple conversation and we're done. Yeah. It's like, let me get this right. There's a a clerical error, and you, you're, but you're best friends. Did you have a wedding on the same day? What? What did the plaza? June. Um, it's a lot like we were just doing talking about Orange County the movie uh and it's like the same freaking deal he the, oh they sent the wrong transcript oh he has yeah. to wait a whole semester before he gets to go to stanford yeah. oh no it's like fucking who cares you know it's, it's a day so 
but we can press on. Isn't that Colin Hanks? Yeah. 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 We all know that Tom paid for whatever transcripts he had to get to go wherever he wanted to go. (laughs) Right. We we know how rich people operate when it comes to college. Tom Hanks is the original Felicity Huffman, really. (laughs) Like. Uh, let's let's not insult the nicest man in Hollywood, yeah, right. and let's give let's give rumors. Colin a little bit of credit. What okay. we don't want to do is give Chet any credit at all. Oh, His son yeah. Chester is the fuck. Oh, up. Was he the one? Was he the naughty one doing the Bahamian accent recently yes, he on was. social media during the Golden Globe? That naughty fucking kid. Uh, that, what a rascal! Little scoundrel. Yeah, he pulled an Adrian Brody. That's how he got kicked off of SNL. Didn't he learn anything from that thing? No. We learn nothing from Adrian Brody, and I always tell my kids, <laughs> try to learn from Adrian Brody. <laughs> what did Adrian Brody do? I'm so confused. Okay, let's rewind a little bit. Um, this is, reminds me of the time I described the ending of Seven Pounds, which I relish. Uh, <laughs> which I think about. I think about that more <laughs> often than I wish. I literally thought about it the other day. <laughs> okay, think about this. Adrian Brody hosted SNL, but when he introduced Sean Paul, who happens to be uh, Jamaican, I believe, he put on a wig with dreadlocks and he said, Yaman, 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 ladies and gentlemen, man, Sean Paul, man. And everybody was like, oh. And they. They just they never asked him back. They said you're banned. Yeah, he's 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 one of like four people banned from ever hosting again. Yeah, Mark Lawrence is banned. Jared is banned from SNL. I am. Yeah. (laughs) He got a piss fight with Colin Jost. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't blame you for wanting to punch him in the face. He has a face that they they fought you might want to punch. <laughs> He's got a punchable face. Scar Jost thing. Yeah. Um. So she promised. Oh, I'm Okay, in the notes here, uh, the bro shows up. Okay, this is bullshit. I hate this. The fucking the nice like chiseled jaw guy always shows up like in the movies like hey i'm just like doing my thing but like i'm really hot and everything just comes to me easily like can i just hang out with you guys for a little hey what's up Anne hathaway how you doing like that bull i don't like these kinds of guys Mm-mm. yeah I, I was no. i was okay with his presence at first when yeah. he first entered because it's just a brother yeah but okay. later on i i i literally got no mad sense. and like said yes. fuck you to this movie out loud while yes. i was watching it. yes <laughs> Um, he shows up though because he's gonna congratulate Kate Hudson, his sister. He toasts to the groom who's not there because he doesn't fucking know because he didn't ask the question yet. He might not ever do it. Uh, so I and, wish he would have not done it. That would have really been oh. that movie over. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, <laughs> it's a short film. We're done. I think that would have been a good loss point in the movie, like three quarters of the way, and she finds out. He's like, Yeah, I don't actually. I'm not gonna do it. And because you're a like, psycho. Yeah. Like maybe that is you'll learn something there, but no, she ends up. Spoiler: she gets uh, pretty close to the finish line. Uh, so she gets everything she wants. Here's the thing about Kate Hudson. Hey guys, are you? Hey, hey out there. I remember mentioning this. I think with you, Madeline. I got into Friends, and I it's gone now. Good thing I got all my friends in on Netflix because it's fucking gone. But is it? Uh, yeah, it's they oh, they took it away. Oh, yeah, it's I was going to HBO it was Max. Going away. And oh, that's right. Kate Hudson, she's like got a Monica thing going on. She's a former chubby girl. Like, and we're just laughing, but we don't get any pictures or imagery of this. We just get illusions uh, verbal. No. You yeah, get like skinny little kid, fatty. and then you get a, a mystery fat period, and then you get skinny Kate Hudson again. You're right. With bangs. Fat well, she invented Fabletics, her uh, her workout clothes line, and then that's how she got skinny again. Yep. Yep. 
Can we uh, can we take a pause though, like Madeline? Uh, and I hope it's not sexist to ask your opinion on this, but as a woman, um, how do you feel about bangs? <laughs> <laughs> that's like a that's a hot button issue. Yeah. The she had bangs in this movie, right? Yeah, she did, and they they I I don't like bangs. I'm not, you know, I'm not a no. fan. I, a lot of I'm people not don't. There's All a right. lot of like memes about not liking bangs. Yeah. It's not cool to like, hey, hey, only Karens have bangs. Am I right, right? guys? Yeah, exactly. Is that what the kids say? Yeah, I think so. I, I had bangs once in college because I cut. I don't even. I wanted, it was for a Halloween costume and I cut bangs and it took a while for them to grow out. But it was just like, it was like just for a joke that I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate bangs. I just, I don't like About eight weeks later, I could like blow dry them out and they didn't look <laughs> like bangs anymore. But that was it. Like I've never had that, like other than that eight week period, I've never. Right. Well then I, I mean, I Madeline's respect you more than I respect apologies. Kate Hudson. Um, Appreciate that. Were we here? We're talking about bangs, of course. And yes. Yeah, I don't even read Lester Bangs. His journalist, his rock journalism. I don't Fuck even. Him. I hate bangs. I, uh, I just feel like Kate Hudson is always like. I always think she's older than she is. Like I don't know if maybe they thought bangs made her look younger. Because uh, she's only like forty. And I have always thing. thought Kate Hudson she, was way older than that. Yeah, I she seems like she's something. forty in this movie. Right, and she's probably what thirty. It was like ten years ago. I hate to say it. But because she is a producer, and this is interesting, I, I kind of thought, did she have a stake in the, in the making of this? Because there are two separate occasions in the movie when characters say, man, she is hot. They comment on how hot she is, like off camera. Do you notice yeah, that? Yeah, right. And you're I think right. Kate Hudson, she's like, listen, if I'm going to produce this movie, you guys better talk about how fucking hot I am yeah. like at least Look, two guys, times in the movie. I'm making this movie to solidify, solidify my position as a hot person in Hollywood. I've it still hasn't got been it. working so far. So yeah. I'm really banking on this movie and its sequel, Baby Wars. Well, I just, you know, she shouldn't have broke uh, Owen Wilson's heart. She, the poor man tried to kill himself. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah. uh, Kate Hudson, no less. God, I we hope that's that not out. true. <laughs> it kind of is. Um, we could cut that out. <laughs> They're eating Chinese food at home now. Chris Pratt. You guys know Fletch, right? Not Chevy Chase, but Chris Pratt. Not They're... Jim Carrey from Liar Liar. <laughs> Fletcher oh, yeah. from, from Bride This Wars. movie. Uh, they're watching a singing show, and he's hey, he's just a regular relatable guy because he's he's got an opinion on uh, how uh, how how they're gonna judge the show. He's like, oh man, I don't like that one singer on the show. He, I don't like he's too pitchy for me. So yeah, yeah American uh, Idol, that yes. that really dates this. Like, yeah, it does. That they they like have a few references to it after that, and it's yes. like, doesn't Anne Hathaway say she's like I'm Paula because Chris is like yes Chris, like. How he hasn't met yeah. him more later, and he's like, uh, "You're Polly, because you're you're the nice one. You're always complimenting, even though they're like really bad." Yeah. Yeah. So he, uh, anyway, they're eating Chinese food, watching a singing show, and she, they have fortune cookies, and uh, they she, look they look enormous. These fortune cookies too. <laughs> giant, these are some you, extra large fortune cookies. Mutant giant fortune cookies, and he's like, she's all like, "Where are they?" He's like, "Oh, they're right over here." And he's all like, why don't you open one up? And she cracks one open and he's like, oh, what is that? And it's a ring. He asks, he pops the question in the form of a Chinese, what is uh, on a scale of one to ten, how do we rate 
like the creativity and just how cool this uh, well, proposal what we don't, is. What we don't know is the significance of Chinese food to their relationship. Ooh, 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 ooh. That's so, interesting. Yes. If yeah. we had known that, oh, they always that eat Chinese food together. That was their first date. They had Chinese food or something. But like if they're that. just fucking around eating Chinese food, I'm gonna say he didn't put as much thought into it as it seems. The well, idea of it being inside the fortune cookie isn't bad, but I think some people yeah. are very anti-ring in food, and I get that because like someone might eat it. Yeah. He says something that I think will all. Oh, wait, I'll my ring. Him... <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll give. There's him... a movie that happens in. I'll give him some credit. He says, like, he kind of makes it like a little mini monologue. He's like, I wouldn't mind if this is our future, sitting here eating Chinese food, watching American Idol or whatever. Uh, I'm fine with that. So it is kind of like there is kind of like a thesis statement to his ring in the fortune cookie, but it's kind of weak. It's not. Yeah, that it's a little lazy. Yeah. Yeah, and because we don't know that he's like not supposed to be a likable guy, like. To me, I'm like, oh, man, this really does feel like, did they really think that this was a good romantic moment for right. these two? Like, I, I'm confused right. as an audience member yeah. with their uh, intention with this scene at first. Like, right. they almost didn't want to make it too romantic at all. They didn't want to make it too, like, oh, he did such a great job or anything like that. Like, they, because right. he ends up being a jerk. So you have right. to just kind of be lukewarm to it, I guess. That's yeah. true. And so to that, uh, they succeed. Yeah. Um, we don't we don't love them and yeah spoilers we'll see how it works out but um, she says yes and uh, Kate Hudson calls and she's like well, listen it didn't he didn't pop the question Jock Mullaney didn't pop the question tonight and then Anne Hathaway's like oh yeah that's great by the way I'm engaged and she's like uh and then they do like this cute like really shorthand ring talk she fires off some quick Gross. questions about the carrot and then like the cut and all that all stuff. the yeah all the details about the ring like which are yeah. like uh you know i'm i'm, I'm very thankful yeah. to uh have married a woman who did not care that much about the ring at all um onion still... rings man white castle white castle man we're making i dan is pro white castle i'm pro Anne hathaway you could be queen <laughs> of the castle that's all i'm saying uh, they do big uh, Valentine's Day at uh, White Castle. Yeah, it's actually booked. I tried. It's too late. I I want to do it sometime, but yeah, they book up super early. I know that. That's yeah, insane. be fun. Right. Hey, good luck, Madeline. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, as like as a woman, it, like okay, I got married not that long ago. It was like a year and a half ago that I went through the whole process. Like the ring Puzzled never. <laughs> uh oh thanks i was fishing for that no um the ring was never like that's just like i have one i don't know what size or color or color i don't know any of that stuff like i like that's i never met like it like for I, I don't know maybe i'm like a low maintenance woman watching this movie just like hey, rolling my eyes like, what's what's damn. your carrot madeline what's your <laughs> carrot bro that's the question that the kids are asking these days what's, yeah, what's your, what's your carrot? carrot bro Bro, Como es your care? <laughs> but it just says to me like these aren't these aren't women that are looking for a marriage. They're just looking for a wedding. Like it doesn't these sound are, like they these, want to have a successful life with someone that they love. And these you know, are not human women. You're right. You know what I would prefer for the premise of this movie is like kind of like the wedding crashers. They're like the serial wedding havers. Like they do it like every like 
they do it six times in the movie. I'd be I'd be okay with that. They're sociopaths, but I'd be fine with that because they right. kind of are in this movie anyway. But yeah. they're just trying to pass it off as normal. So go go it's all weird. in. Yeah. Why don't just go all in? It's just, almost offensive that like oh the women are so obsessed with weddings. Yeah. And I'm tired of people assuming that men are obsessed with crashing. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm tired of that stigma still ruining. Things. <laughs> um, so uh, there's a okay. So they call up their friends and J JDR's got some funny bits because she's kind of like not happy but happy because she's like miserable about her own situation. So and then like the Asian American friend grabs some meds out of the uh, cabinet because she's depressed. The white yeah. friends microwaving <clears throat> ice because... cream. All Just, women go insane when their friends yeah. get engaged before them. Yeah, apparently. I've seen it. I've seen so many women lost to the asylum because of their friends getting engaged uh, before them. It's just I'm sad... afraid you have baby fever. <laughs> and they go, ah. It happens. Up. Yeah. Uh, and then JDR, she, this is funny. I got to laugh out of this. June, June, Diane, Rav, June Diane Rayfield says to her sleeping husband, you're, you're irritating me. Just like, you didn't even do anything. Uh, now that seems pretty realistic. <laughs> yeah. That's I think like, there are women that do that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they go, hey, guess what? Guess what the next scene is? Guess what it is? It's a jog. They're running. Yep, it's a morning jog. In and Central Park, they're always running in Central Park in the same exact spot. That's important. <laughs> I want to see all the other runners in all the movies of this era run past them, like in the crossover event of the century, rom yeah, com, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Avengers Run game. What we need is for all of them to run around in Central Park. I want to see Sweet November crossover with Bride Wars with 27 dresses because I'm sure they all took place in yeah. Central Park primarily. Mm -hmm. 27 dresses does. Does it? Yeah, oh, they like go to the boathouse in Central Park. I've never seen it, but is that on the list? No, I bet not. I, I don't know. That's the next. That's an enjoyable one. movie. That's the next I, one, guys. I do like that movie. Actually. I think we need. I think it's Metal's important make that we do another 27 bride dresses. Movie yeah, what's wrong with me? They're all wedding theme. Yeah, what do you what do you what, no? Uh, Even Haunted Mansion had a wedding. Right? Yeah. What is wrong with like me? you? Like you had a Dracula thing where he wanted to marry her. Yeah. Fortunately, guys, twenty-seven dresses is an We're hour fifty-one minutes. Ooh, that's long for a rom-com. That's insane. We've it's learned that rom -rom. Madeline's obsessed with marriage, and Jer, like by doing this series, is obsessed with death. Yeah. Death. <laughs> He talks about it all the time. It's the, it plagues me daily. <laughs> this movie reminds oh me a lot of death. I'm glad you brought this up because since we're on the subject of death, I wanted to uh, speak to you <laughs> about how I feel. Do you guys think there's an afterlife? Oh uh, so they go for a morning jog. They talk about Marion St. Clair once again. Take a drink. Uh, they have an appointment for a plaza wedding. Uh oh. Kate's getting upset. Why? Let me find out here in my notes. She runs home. Oh, because she wants to get engaged. She's like, yeah. she's waiting for Jack Mullaney yeah. to pop the freaking question already. Yeah. She can't handle that it didn't happen for her yet. 
Yeah, the comeback kid has popped the question. 24 hours. So it's sick. You it's, know, it's like ill, mentally ill. Like, he's You've too, got baby fever, ma'am. He's <laughs> Jock Mullaney's too good for her anyway. <laughs> he's like our Jerry Seinfeld. He's like the Mullaney. Do you guys like John Mullaney? I, like I love him. John Mullaney. Yeah, he's great. Um, so he's Kate true. runs home. What's that? What? <laughs> I just said neutral on John Mulaney. Oh, okay. <laughs> Kate runs His home. His new special is interesting. Yes. I, yeah, it was pretty weird and it was funny. Weird. <laughs> uh, and good. <laughs> Kate All of runs it. home. And Anne tells her to let the boyfriend uh, do it his own way but she says no she goes home she actually goes to his work i'm sorry and she says uh i saw the box and then he reveals in my notes i say he reveals it was a decoy box it wasn't a decoy box he just has another box in another box in another box that he pulls out the same box out of the other she basically just makes him propose which is so gross yeah she's like are you gonna marry me it's like oh uh, and he's like, well, I'm so perfect that I just so happened to be doing this. Yeah, like, yeah. He couldn't wait. Like, clearly he had it on him. Like, he was planning on doing it at some point. And then, soon, if he had removed it from the hiding place. Right. And he, I'm like, giving too much thought to this. <laughs> <laughs> More thought than, than three of the writers have put forth in this movie, yeah. I think. And, um... Kate Hudson, like, she's excited finally, like, and, like, she jumps up on him. And this is where, like, one of, like, the temps in the office turns to want somebody else, like, a like it looks like a butch lesbian. And he says, uh, I love bring your hot girlfriend to work day. And she goes, mm-hmm. And he, Kate Hudson's like, can you write that in? Because, like, come on. And they're like, okay. And they did a setup. She, for, she was like, feeling really good they about got, her bangs, okay? <laughs> they got second unit to do a shot for that to make her feel better. And uh, we get a voiceover now from Candace Bergen. She's uh, catches us up. She's like, she kind of tells us now. She breaks the fourth wall and she says, "I'm Marion St. Clair, and I'm the best wedding planner in New York." And yeah. you know, they have the meeting with her in her nice, really nice office. Yeah. And, uh, and, and this and- is this is where the movie, essentially, like we, the 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 plot of the movie. Finally catches up to us. It ramps up, yeah. And 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 the it, wars have begun, guys. Yes. Like Archduke Franz Ferdinand has been shot, so to speak. <laughs> well, not yet. We're almost there. We're getting there. Yeah. But and yeah. So what does Candace Bergen say? She says, "Call me Dreamcatcher." I'll answer. Because <laughs> like, she's capable of getting the plaza when nobody else is capable because it's so sought after. Yeah. Uh, literally everybody in the world wants to get married at the plaza. Hey, it I did a, I spend a million dollars. I had to look up that figure. It is literally everybody. <laughs> and uh, and then yeah, so there's three dates, and they just all three happen to be in the month of June, and then there's nothing else for three years, which I think so, is yeah, a weird. Makes no sense because it's they're like three months out from June. Right. They say that at some point. They're like it's three months till June, and then there's three openings in June and nothing for another three years. That makes zero sense. Do they mean the next, like June as booked and the June after that, or like every fucking like weekend? I guess they are pretty obsessed with June. So like, I didn't even think about June. Oh, you're right. See, that's how bad this movie is. They don't even, (laughs) they wanted June, but it has to be June. It had to be be June. June. You're right. I'm not a June bride. I'm not a bride. Look, June, 
Diane uh, is, is all about the month of June. Yeah. It's um, in the name. It's in her there name. There you are. Gotcha. There you go. And uh, they they have the meeting, and she's uh, they have three openings at the plaza in June. And guess what? The two of them are on uh, the sixth, and the other is on the twenty seventh. Okay, so they agree on the sixth for Kate because that's her parents' anniversary, and they agree she on the twenty seventh for Anne because you know by default. Because they she gets her. walked all over, and I and it's also like who cares? <laughs> but yeah, but yay, it worked out, right? You're and still getting leaving, your June wedding at the plaza. You're happy. I'm happy. Done. You're going to be really poor after you spend all this money on this yep. location. Yeah. Have fun. I hope it's the best day of your life because every subsequent day is going to be the worst of yeah. your life. Because it won't <laughs> be at the plaza. <laughs> yeah. Jerry, you got married at the plaza. There. Right? Uh, yes, I did get married. Just before at the... you got kicked off SNL. It's true. I got married at the plaza. Um, and, uh, I stayed in one of the rooms, uh, that Herbert Hoover stayed in. The vacuum and, guy? Uh, no, the, uh, president. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got that. All right. That one landed. <laughs> so they signed the contracts. They leave. And as they're, pa- they're walking out, they pass by another bride to be, and she's about to book hers. And Anne Hathaway's like very friendly. She's happy. She's glowing. She says to her, Hey, just a, a word of advice. Two of the June dates are already booked. You got the other one. She's like, All right. And then she goes in and, and she sits down and, you know, we move on. Yeah. So. Uh, then we get a montage, like so. Basically, we get a voiceover after that, and Candace Bergen's like, yeah, you know, look at them. They're so blissfully aware, unaware, aware of the implications of their wedding date, because they only have like fucking three weeks to plan these things. It's crazy. So stupid. Yeah. yeah. It's so dumb. It's just, they're they're setting themselves up for disaster. There's a montage of them planning, and they're planning fast. You know, like invites, and then. They're picking out dresses, and Anne likes the the strapless dress, but her mom gave her a dress, I guess, so Kate kind of takes it from her pretty quickly. It's like a sort of like, are you sure? Like, I don't know. Yes, I'll take it. You know, that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And uh, she says, take it. Uh, she's reluctant at first. Anne's kind of like, kind of hurt by that. You could see like, I th- to me, I think to the movie's credit, you can kind of see it's not a contrived sort of all of a sudden they're at the fucking bride wars. It's just there's little kind of stones along the way. And this is kind of one of them, I think. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess I've had friends in the past where they've been like, you know, there are like little things that yeah. happen where like, and, and some like, Sometimes things get blown out of proportion and you have a fight with your girlfriend, I guess. Like a dress is a big thing, you know, and like Kate Hudson's like, she so quickly is like, well, if you're not going to take it, I'll take it, you know, and like, it's just, I don't know. Again, don't like her. People get weird around weddings, too. That I mean, it does, like big life events, people do like get a little, like on edge, I guess. That's Things that's why Jared in. got kicked off SNL. I know I couldn't handle my shit, and I just got booted and banned. Me and Adrian and Andrew You're Dice Clay the family. <laughs> Dice Clay, the Dice and Man. Fucking Sinead O'Connor. Yep, we're not allowed back. Um, so Marion calls. Uh oh. Hey guys, guess what? She's Lily Tomlin in Orange County. There's been a clerical error. Their their weddings have been booked for the same day. What what what? And then the assistant 
mixed up the dates. Didn't see it coming. Did not see that one coming at all. Now this, we're all like the Archduke Franz Ferdinand bullets like inches from his head. Okay. There it is. They must I mean, be- so apparently, you know, this woman has never made a mistake before, but chose to, like, just fucked up royally this one time. Yeah. And yeah. that, you know, she's she is now uh, without a job. Yeah, she gets fired. She gets fired. And now, not only that, but now Anne and Kate, they must do the sixth. They're like the 27th, because the third bride, she took that last date, the 27th. So like, yeah. which. It, it to me this doesn't make any sense. This this in, the entire premise of this conflict makes no sense. They took the sixth and the twenty sixth or whatever, and then we hear that there's a clerical error after the fact. So that other bride is under the impression that she is getting married on the sixth. So why is there a problem when she goes to her later and she's just like, oh, no, I'm not going to switch the dates when you knew when you were in that meeting with her that you were going to get the sixth anyway? Um, oh, I see what you're saying. Because, right? yes, I, because why would she have given her the 27th when the girl before her had booked the sixth and the 27th and they had that whole conversation? You're even right. if you get as far as right. Casey Wilson accepting the date on the 26th and then they confront her and be like, hey, we want to switch dates. That was the date that she had in yeah. her first meeting with Marion. So right. like, why does You're she right. give a shit? That's Wait a really, second. That is a plot hole, plot hole, plot hole, plot hole. Wait <laughs> that is a, you found it. A plot canyon. 27 dresses. 27 minus 4 is 23. Number 23. It's oh all God. connected. It is. All right. I've never seen that movie. <laughs> we can't cover that on this show. It's far too long. For, I remember we uh, went to go see that. And like, because like, that whole movie is about him like, looking for the number 23 everywhere mm-hmm. so we were like oh man we're off like we're off 16th street 16 plus 7 is 23 no, we, we, <laughs> like, we lived at 7451 was our address number and i was like oh shit 74 minus 51 is 23 our building is bad luck actually you know that is actually some lost hurley shit so <laughs> uh, anyway anyway yeah, they so- fight with casey wilson in the middle of bloomingdale's like classy white ladies do i guess Again, and then the rest of this movie, I'm like, why the fuck is this a problem? Why is this yeah. a problem? This did not need to be a problem. Fuck mm-hmm. Casey Wilson. She could have easily You're gone, right. oh, yeah, let's go back with the original plan. Everyone's happy. But Casey Wilson's like, you know what? I wrote this movie, too. So this is what the script says. <laughs> She's like, you know what? I want to have a fight scene. So fuck it. They agree. I so never Kate thought she was and... very funny. No, that's why she didn't last very long on SNL. SNL, yeah. She got Just booted like off. Just like yeah. um, <laughs> There you so... go. She's that's attacked. all connected. Yeah. She's attacked by them. Uh, she gets kicked out. They get kicked out of the store where Casey Wilson's working. And they agree that one is going to have to be married another day or at another venue, right? But they don't agree at that time which one. So they're kind of like holding out. And uh, here's the co- here's the reasons. Okay. Kate Hudson's only, she says her only happy childhood memory is that plaza wedding. And Anne says she's been saving for her wedding her whole life. So you you decide. Is it Batman? Is it Superman? Is it? Yeah. Oh wait. But did did we say Kate Hudson's parents died? Oh. Do we know that? Oh, did they? I, they said that they at one that? point. So okay. that's also like. Okay. So that. But maybe they that did was such like a, a shit job that like we don't care enough about her and all right, of a sudden exposition dump yeah honestly i was like she was like well yeah it's my only happy memory i'm like how come it's the first time we're fucking hearing about that then because yeah. i forgot that anything else was mentioned yeah so they agree to call 
and then like give in later. But later on happens and there are no calls and Kate Hudson's hanging around and she's with her bro, her her awesome cool bro who's just broing it up in the living room playing video games with just Jock like being Delaney. hot, like that's it. Yep. Just like, hey guys, you just want to eat a sandwich and like look good? All right, cool. Axe body spray. There's you just, need to like, know nothing up. else about me. Yeah. And they like he says, I think a double wedding would be a great idea. And basically the bro is like sent to Aunt Hathaway to kind of like maybe see get so, get a feel for that. This is the one line in the movie that made me laugh because he said, Why don't you have a double wedding? Yeah. And Kate Hudson says, What are we, forty one year old twin sisters? <laughs> and for some reason that I kinda went like, huh. It was kind of a, just one funny line. It just line. works. What it are we, makes 41 year old twin sisters. And I was like, okay, that's funny. That was the only thing in the movie I that would made watch, me think it was funny. I'd watch She's that like, You movie. know what, Kate? You made your producer right. credit. <laughs> I watched the, the, the twin 41 year olds get married as a yeah. on the same day. Rachel getting married and her twin. <laughs> you know, with Anne Hathaway. I saw that movie. Yeah. And, uh,. So her uh, fiance, yeah, they're playing video games, double wedding. Yeah, I think it'd be a great idea. It's not. Spoilers. So they give up. Okay, this is a big scene here. Save the date. There's picks at the store. It's Jock Mullaney and it's Kate Hudson. They're doing their picks, right? And uh, he gets a call from uh, Fletch. Um, who does? Somebody does. Sorry, my, my notes. Uh, Chris Pratt, the, the two friends haven't spoken. Apparently, they haven't spoken in a week, these two friends. Kate Hudson and Anne. <gasps> Yeah. It's, that never happens. Which is like a century, like in like best friends world is what he says or something. And uh Anne Hathaway comes back from Pep Squad. Oh, okay. Chris Pratt is the one who gets the call from Kate Hudson, okay? And they're getting their invites and uh somehow Anne Hathaway finds out that Kate Hudson already went ahead with the date, okay? Without yeah, consulting like, her. Because Chris save the dates. Because Chris Pratt's like or something's like, why don't you call her up because she's doing her save the dates right now? Like now would be a good time to talk to her. And then she's like, whoa, 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 Wait, like sorry, actually guys. going through the wedding planning. Is it is it three months or three weeks? It's three, three months. months. Okay, three months. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Still, I mean, you just send out the invite at that point. It's like boom. You usually send out your invitation like two to three months in advance. Yeah. Probably yeah. more for some people. Um, but no, it's so important to send out the save the date right away, so that way when they'll know, oh, we we should expect an invitation next week, I guess. Right. And then you see like the most dramatic email scene. You've ever seen in a movie. She storms the Anne Hathaway clack clickety clacks on that computer really loud, and Chris Pratt even calls her out on it. And says, "Don't type on the keyboard so loud." <laughs> she sends out an email. I got a laugh out of that. Sends out an email, and she says, "Like subject emergency, not spam." She tells everyone that her wedding is happening. She says, "Fuck it," you know. And to further emphasize that she doesn't have a lot of money, uh, that keyboard doesn't work very well. <laughs> Um, the uh, you know that bullet it just hit the Archduke right square in the head. I don't it's know if it. he died in the got it hit in the head, but this is what happened. Right now, it's it's time is slowing down like in Inception, and the van is falling, and the the <laughs> bullet is slowly entering the brain as we progress here. 
That's a more, I guess, more relatable terms. Even though this is world <laughs> history. <laughs> no, I JDR. like the I like the Archduke version. I like it. Thank you. JDR sees the email and she says, "Great, it's gonna be a better wedding than ours." You know, boom. And then, and like I feel like in today, this would be. I guess it still would be June Diane Raphael. When was this? When was this made? Two thousand nine. Yeah, it would be like Aubrey Plaza now, I think, maybe. Or someone. Maybe she's too cool for this now. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. maybe she had a moment, but I don't know how hot Aubrey Plaza is right now on everyone's mind. Well. Yeah. I don't even know what she's in right now. Yeah, no. Legion. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Diane Rayfield. Yeah, she gets the email. Okay, Anne shows up at the restaurant. And then this is a restaurant for both of them, both Kate Hudson and, and Anne Hathaway, to, to congratulate them on getting engaged and everything. And yeah. uh, it's the wars, they wore on in this scene here. There's a big tense scene between these two because this is the first time they kind of see each other in a while. And uh, what happens in this scene? Anne puts her foot down. After all these years of being pushed around, she's done. She is done with Kate Hudson and, and her controlling nature. Okay. Yeah, she's she's gonna assert herself ever so slightly. <laughs> and she says, "You don't have a spine." She says, "You're terrified of being alone. You gotta people please your whole way through life." And like some truth bombs, you know. And yeah. Anne Hathaway, all she's got is a, a like a at least you know you had a fat ass like that kind of. Yeah, like, that really digs to the the core, you know. Yeah, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing is more mature and winning than uh, attacking someone's former weight problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, you once had a weight problem. <gasps> yeah, you're not fat anymore. Gasp. Um, but this, this is, is made me laugh. This is some. Uh, trailer stuff because uh your bet your wedding better watch it if i were your wedding i'd sleep with one eye open that shit what do you think of the the personification of of wedding um i fuck it i don't care it's not yeah. funny. it's not <laughs> it's, it's not, not doing it for funny me bone? no yeah it's like it's like like that like a dance off like you better you better bring it yeah like you step gotta, up yes. like they were trying to be like step you better you it seems served. like it seems like the entire movie was written based around that joke. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, well, we got this funny. one really funny joke about two girls, and, and and one is like, your 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 wedding better watch it. Oh, that's so good. Let's write a movie. Yeah. It just makes you wonder, like, if you were in the movie theater watching this movie, was anybody laughing? Did anybody laugh during this movie when there they saw it in the movie theater? This one guy went, ha! In the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't like that. He's just like. We got Anne and Kate, they're trying to find a maid of honor, but their friends won't pick sides, you know, understandably. And uh, so what happens, like, Kate Hudson gives it to her assistant, and it's a mister of honor now. She has this male assistant at work. Yeah. And uh, Kristen Johnson is asked to be, and I'm like, fuck that. Like, this is the worst, very worst person you can ask. Like, she's just not a good friend at all. And But she's like, all right, can you do something for me in exchange? And she's like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's like yeah. neither of them have any friends. Like, they have this group of friends that, like, they didn't want to pick sides. So then they have to scrounge up people to be their maid of honor. Yeah. It's kind of I mean, sad. 
And Anne Hathaway's like, welcome home. You need to wipe your feet. And then Kristen Johnson's like, exactly. And then wipes her muddy feet all over Anne Hathaway, the doormat. Yeah. The, oh, I thought that really happened in the movie. I was like, I don't <laughs> remember that <laughs> You're like, that dialogue sounds too good to be in this movie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's like, she's now the maid of honor. I liked it better in, like, I love you, man, when Paul Rudd was trying to find his best man and he, like, asked that old dude to be it. It's much sweeter. Yeah. And that or like there's like a Kevin Hart movie that like that's the whole premise is he doesn't have any friends so he like pays a bunch of people to be his friend. What is it called? Oh, the wedding, the wedding oh, ring. That's, that's just yeah, sad. the wedding it's ring. Something like that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And he's all like, I'm small and I scream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they fill up stadiums. <laughs> um, come out in droves for that little man. Sorry, I like I actually. He's. I've actually warmed up to Kevin Hart. Me too. Me too. Very recently, oh, like Jumanji really did it for me. I I haven't. So <laughs> gonna here be we me. are. Agree. Uh, Disagree. Um, it's fine. So now we're at Candace Bergen's place. We got uh, Kristen Johnson's drinking wine, and they can't book a DJ because he was outbid on by another bride, another I guess roadblock, but not really. This is my problem with this scene. They're drinking red wine out of champagne glasses. Like yeah. a couple of monsters. <laughs> like you are in the fancy lady's uh, office where she's planning all these fancy weddings and you're drinking red wine out of a champagne glass. I'm sorry. Whoever hey. is like in charge of the set See, decorations that they messed up. Casey Wilson and, and June Diane, they, they didn't understand weddings. They don't understand how to drink wine properly. They just don't get it. I don't know, don't man. They it. seem to me like the kind of ladies who might have been to a White Castle wedding and get it. You know? They get maybe, it. That you Maybe you're right. Well, you can drink <coughs> wine out of those cups with the straw, you know? For all I care. Well, I mean, she uh, is married to Paul Shear, so she's probably seen a White Castle once or twice in her life. <laughs> Paul Shear's in this, by the way. and it's He is. Oh, let's go get some yeah. sliders. Like it's kind of funny, but it's not. Uh, um, there's a Vera Wang dress thing here where okay, it's just like Mean Girls. She like Anne Hathaway's going to keep giving chocolates to the former fat girl until she yeah. can't fit in her super tight Vera Wang dress anymore, and that's ha ha ha. You know, that's the kind. Con- you would think that this woman with the former weight problem is would not be like, ooh yeah, give me all that sweet chocolate and let me shove it all in my face. But no, like, yeah, she, they didn't ex- like she's like they didn't establish that maybe she's a stress eater or anything nope, like that. Right. Just out of nowhere, we're supposed to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I forgot she had a weight problem because they mentioned that once very yeah. briefly. All former fat people, they're like recovering drug addicts. They they just oh, they got to get their their food. And if they just get it near them, they smell it. They go, oh, I'm, I'm, then you know how it is. Cookie guys. basket. Yeah. Um, there's there's, there's like a. There's like a line where um, uh, Candace Bergen says something like offhanded to Kate Hudson and she takes it really personally. She thinks that Anne thinks that she resents her money. Like it gets to that. I can't remember yeah. why. Like, yeah, it, you're it right. Seems she does. Like it's it's uh, Candace Bergen taking the dig and that Kate Hudson yeah. infers that it was Anne Hathaway oh. who made this comment. Yeah. That's at least how I read it in this you're, scene. Yeah. Mm. Um, Got it. So, yeah, again, fuck Kate Hudson. Yeah. Uh, so Kate, Hathaway. 
Kate Hudson criticizes. I think Candace Bergen at that point must be Team Hathaway too, because she's like, well, yeah, you know, you're showing you off got... your flash exactly. Flash. Yeah, it's pretty clear who the they want to to win the Bride Wars, you know, and then uh, maybe they should have made it more suspense. Maybe we should have. It would have been more interesting if if you were like Team Kate and you were Team Anne, and I I don't know. I I need someone to convince me about these Bride Wars. You know, you're, you're looking to Candy Bergen to give you the answers. Yeah, but anyway, Kate Hudson finds out that Anne Hathaway. She like gets intel that Anne Hathaway has like a video montage. You know, you've seen these in weddings. It's like how they met or old pictures of them together. It's set mm-hmm. to music and stuff. And she's like, oh, it's tacky. You know, all these old photos and then like. Everybody blah, does. Blah. Like I've been to a million weddings where they do that. Yeah. Why is that all of a sudden tacky? It's not because she's white privileged Kate Hudson. Yeah. So. And sends chocolates to Kate Hudson. She's scarfing them down. There's also like a butter of the month club. That's like a monthly butter subscription. And this Sounds is like delicious. before the boxes like butter crate, you know, like there's a butter crate in 2010 or what? What is this year? And year is this? Nine. Nine. <laughs> yeah. So I think I better subscribe to that. So there's a dance scene here. <laughs> Paul Shear. And he teaches uh, Anne and Pratt to dance. Fletch, old Fletch, and uh, and Anne Hathaway. And yeah, and it's uh, it, it's pretty much they they put the camera on a tripod and they say, okay, go ahead, guys, go nuts. And then it's just a montage, <laughs> it fast motion of them doing all kinds of dances. Yeah. Clearly not the correct dance. We got a worm no. going on in there from Chris Pratt. You know, a lot of these sequences, like they shine because of like the the editing and stuff, and like the camera work and stuff, and like they're not even trying with this scene. Like no. poor Paul Shearer, he deserves better, I think. Um, he's like, yeah, like it's barely a cameo. Yeah, he's, he's like, barely he's there a paper for his wife. Uh, so I mean, they do like show up in each other's like, like they're oh if they're if one of them's in a movie, chances are the other one's there too. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, he he shows up and kabooms his way through this scene. Kaboom, 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 kaboom. kaboom. <laughs> you give a man a kaboom, he'll kaboom for a day. But if you teach a man to kaboom, 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 kaboom. kaboom. Uh, but wait, here's what happened. Uh-oh, Bride Wars, hashtag Bride Wars. Kate bumped Anne's dance lesson and sent the wrong instruction instructor to sabotage her and Fletch. We find out the real guy shows up. He's like, how long you guys been sitting here? And they're like, well, and like, it's, you know, again, this is not a problem. (laughs) You just had a workout before your next dance instructor. (laughs) There's plenty of time to get that figured out. Oh, my God. You sent the from the wrong at this time. You mean he came three hours later? Oh, what? God. Um, so, then we get another voiceover from Candy Bergs, and she says, The ring is a... I'm going to say, like, just put some pepper on it. The ring is a litmus test. <laughs> highlights the harmony for others. And they, it's like, it's a scene of them shopping for engagement rings. And uh, Kate at work sees an engagement announcement in her hometown paper. And she's like, let's take a look here. And her, it's a shitty, unflattering old picture of her next to a really good picture of Anne Hathaway. And that's like another hashtag uh, Bride Wars, you know? Hashtag yeah. Bride Wars. It rages on. <laughs> hashtag Bride Wars. Who won this battle? 
Uh, yeah, it's pretty clear who wins battle to battle, you know? There are winners, there are losers in the Bride Wars, but eventually it's all going to shake out in, in one or the other's favor. I'm thinking it's Anne Hathaway. So, Kate starts a rumor that Anne's pregnant, which is a real dig, with the friends. She's like, why do you think she's in a rush to get married? And it's like, whoa. But they're both in a rush to get married. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, because it's only three months to get married in June in the plaza. So Madeline just poked a huge hole in that. Uh, bottle, bottle. Yeah. Um, I didn't get yeah. that. I thought, well, you're getting married in three months, too. Or at this point, I don't even know if it's two they, months or where we're at in the timeline. They couldn't let that scene go further because the friend probably said that. And she was like, oh, I got to go. <laughs> and she gets, gets up and leaves. Goes back to her cookie basket and. Rubs a new They're stick like, yeah, you're the one that's gaining weight. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, this thing about penises. Now they're too big for, <laughs> for intercourse or something. <laughs> and uh, and far more people talk about how hot she is. Yeah. Uh, so the dress doesn't fit Kate Hudson anymore. Uh-oh. And she learns all those sweets were from Anne Hathaway, the International Butter Club, too? What? And we get the voiceover from Candy Burgs, and she says... The final week before the wedding is do or die. And, uh, uh uh-oh. She sounds like Raiden from Mortal Kombat there. (laughs) I was going for, like, oh, man. Kind of like Leia in Force Awakens. And, like, she's got a really raspy voice. (laughs) You know that General Leia did a lot of cocaine in the past. That's so mean. She just passed. That's why Han Solo left her. Put me in this new one digitally. Um, oh my god. I know. We're bad. Cut that it's out. Sad. So, <laughs> there's cut a tanning. Mishap. <laughs> we love these scenes in comedies when there's tanning mishaps. Where they turn orange. Yep. We love that. Um, so much. And Hathaway. Love, uh, I love uh, now seeing it. It, it, it. They used to do it in movies, and now they just do it uh, in the political system yeah, every single day. Right. right. It's hard not to have that image in your head. Yeah, like she, she was very orange, and there's only one thing that can make you think of. I think the president saw Bride Wars and went, hmm. Yeah. Plaza. Mm. Orange. I got the right idea. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs> he loves this movie. This he is how you win the Bride Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so they show. You probably liked Kate Hudson in this movie. I like those bangs. Really like those bangs. The terrific bangs. Gold hair. Some beautiful. The best gold bangs in the world. Bangs. Solid gold. Uh, shows up at the school. Johnson makes some jokes. Okay. And at the hair. <laughs> I got here at the hairstylist and switches dies and Kate Hudson while she's chatting up her stylist and he goes to like a little coffee break comes back and he gets the wrong dye because Aunt switches him and now her hair's blue which he should kind of know the second he starts applying it I'm assuming that the the dye looks blue on the comb right yeah yeah see Jer is obsessed with dye dying and yeah. <laughs> this part, like so these like series of events here like the spray tan and the blue hair and all that and like th- re- this is just so i know it's a movie but it's like so far beyond realism like yeah it's just it's- too far out there and it's not even done in the form of a funny like quick montage 
where like one way or the other is playing in the background and all the shenanigans right. are happening. It's like I've right. suspended my disbelief so long I don't right. even see it. It's gone. Adult I've lost women all sight of my do disbelief. not behave this way. Yeah, <laughs> they don't. I, I would love it if someone would prove me wrong that this has happened in real life somewhere. <laughs> so what happens now? This is like a fucking crime. Kate breaks into Anne Hathaway and Chris Pratt's place and they go to, she sabotages their video montage DVD. We see her like pull out in like the drawer the DVD and that's it. So she like it's a physical copy. You can't alter a physical DVD. It's already made. It's a copy. You if she has the file in the editing software, she could maybe do something. But you can't just, you know what I mean? I guess I missed that part. I don't remember her breaking in. Oh, well she does. Walked out of the room. Takes the yeah she yeah like I fucking gave up on the bride wars. (laughs) Get a snack or something. Yeah. Um, I would tune into the Cake Wars instead. Want to see who makes the best <laughs> cake? At uh, at the bachelorette party though, there's a, at the strip club. Oh, there's some cop, some magic miking going on. There's some so cop bad. strippers hitting the stage, and they frisk Kate Hudson. They like, get up here, we're gonna frisk you. You have the right, to, you know the shtick. Like you have the right to remain sexy. Anything you can't, you know, held against you with my body, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> And the DJ invites Anne Hathaway on the stage, too. Like she addition- drunkenly stands up. She's like, it's my birthday, too. It's my birthday? She's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting out of here. She might as well said birthday. None of that made matter. sense. If this were birthday wars, it'd be so much more interesting. It'd make more sense if it were birthday wow. wars. Why are they caring this much about SNL? He yeah. screamed to Colin Joe, it's my birthday too! And then Colin Joe fucking <laughs> punched him. <laughs> clocked him. And then uh, I, uh, I I made fun of ScarJo. And Michael yeah. Che just laughed at the whole thing, <laughs> the whole time. He's loving it. Um, so the DJ, she goes up. So, okay, Anne Hathaway crashes Kate Hudson's bachelorette party. She's like saying, I'm getting married too. And she's like, this was invite only. And then she's like, He's like, get up here. We're going to have a dance-off. Dance-off. It's and they so have a bad. Dance-off. It's, uh, what happens? They get cuffed together briefly. Yeah, Anne Hathaway gets all sexy. Yeah. And Kate Hudson stands there like a fucking sad sap. Like, I don't know how to dance. Blah, blah, blah. I like, got bangs, uh, though. She stole my attention. Yeah, I literally just wrote dance-off equals cringy AF. That was <laughs> yeah. my note. Yeah, this it was is cringy some... AF. It's you just can it's still it's... a couple minutes in a comedy dance off, you know. Yeah, and like something about it, like I'm guessing, um, it felt sexist to them because like this is like a room full of women that she's dancing in front of, you know, like all yeah. sexily. So it's like it's almost like she's like I'm not gonna be dancing in front of a bunch of guys and shit. Well, it's I was looking, dance. I had to look at her filmography because I was just like. As I was watching it, I get to this scene and I'm like, Anne Hathaway is beyond this point in her career, right? Like we're, we we've we're past Brokeback Mountain, we're past know. The Devil Wears Prada. You like, think? It seemed like uh, like this was the wrong step at this stage in her career. I think you're right. I think it was a misstep for sure. Uh, maybe it was. Uh, yeah. She's friends with Kate Hudson. Maybe like she's producing. She says, "Hey, you should do this with me." You know, kind of that deal. Who knows? Uh, yeah, I don't know. But, it was just uh, cashing a paycheck. 
Anne yeah. wins, though. That spoiler. She wins the dance. That she's. It remains to be seen with the Bride Wars, but she won the dance off. Okay. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Kate Hudson does a bunch of shots. Next morning, she runs out to get to work, and she forgot she has blue hair. Guys, she forgot blue hair. Crazy. Okay. But side note: Why is her bachelorette party on a work night? <laughs> What Good the question. hell is that planning? This woman who plans everything, she has to work the day after her bachelorette party when she's taking shot after shot after shot. What a what? nerd! Yeah, what? who does that? Yeah, you Doesn't guys want to go out? It's like it's Tuesday night. We'll go to the bar and we'll get a good, you know, drunk on and you know, perfect day to go out and get hammered. And then I have what a huge you? pitch meeting or whatever the hell lawyer meeting. Some kind of lawyer meeting. Um. Here's the thing. I work. Uh, I worked in an office just a year ago. There was a lady with blue streaks. There was a lady with purple hair. Like that's normal now. Like this yeah, is yeah. not. I guess sure. in 2009, it is pretty crazy to be a lawyer. And uh, it's really about her behavior, though. How she handles herself oh, in this scene. Because she yeah. has a breakdown during the meeting. The client bails, and she loses. She acts the like client. a nut job. Like yeah. she doesn't just like handle it. Like just put your hair in a bun and get over it. But no, she just like. <laughs> She takes off her shirt. She takes off her shirt. Turban. Yeah, that's she's wearing like a bra with a yeah. She looks like like Sue Ellen Mischke from Seinfeld, (laughs) (laughs) the candy heiress, (laughs) the heiress to the O. Henry fortune. (laughs) Um, so she cries later in bed. Jock Mullaney comforts her with some great shtick. You know, he's a comedian. He says, uh, hey, uh, you know, you look like a very tall, very hot Smurf, you know? And then he's, you know, and she says, uh, you don't have to be perfect. Uh, no, he says, you don't have to be perfect. I always wanted a human wife. He's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 my God. Shot along the I always wanted he's a, robot. a human wife. <laughs> 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 He's like the Terminator. He's like, I was sent Human. back to save you, Kate Hudson. <laughs> so, uh, I thought that was weird. Then he cuts off his arm and he shows the metal skeleton. <laughs> and he goes, Zzz! and Joe Morton and the lady, the male lady go, Pratt. Ah! Um, snaps on Anne all of a sudden, tells her she's being tense. I wouldn't say bitchy, but, like, tense. You know? Not bitchy. Not bitchy. Not bitchy. He says not bitchy. So, yeah. Like, okay, dude. And It's flimsy. The whole thing. Like, all of a sudden they're fighting. Like, they were, like, trying to give you hints that they were not doing well earlier, but then all of a sudden it's like they're fighting. He's yeah. like, you're a different person. But the extent of their hints were just photos in a photo montage. So yeah, it's like, right. Just like, just like Kate Hudson, uh, her fortune in this movie, not earned, okay? Not earned. So it's a weird argument. It's it's, yeah. it's weird argument. It's flimsy. It's flimsy. not gold. <laughs> and, uh, That's pretty good. He's done talking. He goes to the gym for his sweet Star Lord bod, and he's like, yeah, He started working on it then. I'm better than this. See you later. By the way, guys, they just opened the Chris Pratt store at Amazon.com. I know you yeah, did show did. that. You shared I that. Haven't, that? I, I'm aware of that. Are you really, Madeline? 
I've I've seen it like on the Amazon homepage or something. <laughs> I didn't like click on it or okay. buy anything, I, but I'm aware that it exists. This morning at like nine in the morning, I was on Amazon and I saw the banner for the Chris Pratt store. Yeah. I took a screen grab and I sent it to Jer and our other friends, past and future guest Mike, and I was like, guys, don't worry, the Chris Pratt store is open for business. So <laughs> we we were all concerned about it. Yeah. To get your like workout equipment God, and your protein shakes. Where the fuck shakes. are we in this movie? Like <laughs> we're getting close. We're 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 zeroing in here. Yeah, no, this is good. I think it should be longer. Uh, <laughs> Anne Hathaway is taking a bath in a bunch of lemon slices. I guess that's good for if you're really tan. Uh, look really orange, Mr. President. Uh, there's a morning jog. Kate chases Anne. Like she's trying to like catch up with her, but like she's too fast for her in this scene. Yeah, so she's, she's got them long stems that she was she was dancing with. Yeah. At the fountain, Anne sits alone, and she calls Kate's office. She gets the assistant, but he's busy handling a crisis. She's busy handling a crisis, so she says, never mind. So, like, another missed opportunity to reconnect. Um, Anne runs into Kate's bro on his way to fucking buy his tux and he's like hey you want to come with me it's like you want to you want to fuck me or, or what you, this is this is the, right this and whole like, scene i i'm i'm fed up with this movie at this point yeah, i'm literally mad I, I say fuck you to this movie yeah. especially during this scene what the fuck happens here it's like out of nowhere not yeah. earned none it's of these moments nowhere. are earned none of this makes sense and also, let's think about the realism of this scene is the fact that she's known this guy for 20 years. So this guy is like a brother to her. Yep. So mm-hmm. probably she wouldn't be feeling this way about him at all. Yeah. It's like, it's just like, it feels tacked on this whole brother thing and the relationship. It is. And, and thank yeah. God they really don't go very far with it. So yeah. like, cause, cause yeah, fuck this whole scene. At, um, at the tux fitting, he asks, uh, how she's doing. She cries. He's like, can I buy you a cup of coffee? And he, like, I fucks the shit out of her. And she's like, I got to get out of here. Like, seriously. Because she gets the vibe. And, like, I don't yeah. blame her. Um, later on in bed, she's, like, laying awake, like, thinking about that. And then we get another voiceover from Candy Bergs. And uh, when morning broke on the 6th of June, Luke, it was the perfect day for a wedding. Well, two weddings. And now, Kate, she has even golder hair than before. She had her hair fixed. It's it's more gold than before. It's, it's really weird, the series of shots, because it's a shot of her getting her hair washed, and a bunch of blue shit is coming out of her hair, and then that, like... Okay, so are we, to believe, are we to believe that this was removable the entire time and she didn't? I just don't think that's how that works. <laughs> no, she gets her hair redyed and it looks exactly the way that it did before. It's not all fried out. It's like it's right. It's yeah, it's fine. not cotton candy fried like it would be if you colored it that many times. Yeah. In a week. So. Or stripped Chris, whatever was off of it and then yeah. recolored oh, it. Whatever. Yeah. Kristen Johnson is there with Anne, and she tells her off a little. So, like, she stands up for herself to her friend a little, and and Kristen Johnson's just like, okay, like she gets it, you know. Yeah. Um, it's her day. Deal with it, basically. And you know, she's got a point. Sometimes yeah. you gotta you gotta lay down the law. Put down the bride foot, you know, or the play the bride card, or whatever you want to put it. Uh, the bridesmaids show up to make cliche jokes. Like one of them's like, cue the one drinking from the straight from the bottle. Cue the other one like grabbing like random like groomsmen's asses and like going, you know, stuff like that. Like you've seen that before in yeah. other movies. 
Um, they are women on the loose. Yeah. There's like a whole storyline. We, we've already even touched on that. Kate, Kate Hudson had no friends. She had no friends that asked to be in her wedding, to be her maid yeah. of honor. And then all of a sudden, she has like three bridesmaids. <laughs> I don't know where they came from. Yeah. But she had friends, actually. I think she paid them a lot of money. Uh, right. You could so, be right. They, like, and then we, we introduce a character who's going to be, and this is weird, he's going to be the glue that bonds them together. And I get it because they have a history. It's the dad of Anne Hathaway. Yeah. He shows up to send his greetings to Kate and the bro, and she's reminded how good Anne is through the dad, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and the dad goes to visit Anne right afterwards, and he bridges the gap between them by giving her something borrowed, something blue, you know that? And it's like a hairpin that, that belonged to Kate Hudson or something. Apparently. Who gives a oh. shit? Yeah. And, uh, oh, we have a mix-up, too. Like, okay, once... Kate realizes how good Anne is with the dad. She's like, oh, you know, I made a huge, I made a huge mistake with the DVD, and she sends her assistant to go change it. But he's like, he thinks that she is still mad, and he's like, you'll thank me later. He throws out the good DVD, leaves the bad one. So, yeah. you know, keep that in mind. So he's the real villain of these Bride Wars. Yeah, if you think about it, he's like, he's yeah, kind yeah. Of he doesn't, he doesn't get his comeuppance though. Yeah, no, nothing happens to that guy. Nothing happens to that guy. He's a mastermind. Like, he's 10 steps ahead of everyone. He's miles away from the Z before they even know what's going on in these bride wars. I am the maid of honor now. (laughs) I think he shot Franz Ferdinand. (laughs) Maybe that would be more interesting. He took him out. Uh, The the van's almost in the water. He was pulling the strings the whole time. And, uh... And yeah, Anne's dad gives her the hairpin. She's reminded of Kate. They miss each other. Candace Bergen tells Anne it's time. She has this bit where she tells them both that they're both the, the most beautiful bride she's ever seen in her life. You know, that's her bit. Yeah. And, uh, I think they did that in the wedding planner as well with oh, do they? Jennifer Lopez. I feel like that is a full like that is just like the same. She does that with every bride. They've, she gives them the same done speech. That. In every sitcom ever made, yeah, right. there's always a moment where somebody <laughs> says something to somebody who they also said that same thing to. You're right. It's yeah. old. Well, then, it's cheap. She's, yeah, um, we got this whole like military operation shit going on too. Yeah. It's like clockwork that they're they're working. They don't even have time to think. Yeah, um, she's on her way, but stops. She needs her friend, and like me and Katie are watching them. We're like, just come right out and say like. You're gay. You were in love with Anne Hathaway. <laughs> like, That's exactly. I said this would make the movie so much more interesting if it turned right? out that they married each other. Right? Oh, they I'm, leave and they run off what? together. If she became pro Hathaway too, then yeah. we got a movie here. Yeah. They run off You're together. Right. Okay, here's what should happen. They run off together. They get on the bus and they have this look like, where do we go from here? And then mm-hmm. they cue Simon and Garfunkel, yes. Sound yep. of Silence, yes. and that's it. Cut. Paid out. Cut. <laughs> yeah. You've got it. I think it's never been done. You should do it. <laughs> Not uh, in any classic movie I've ever seen. So I no, think we're good. Nothing directed by Mike Nichols at all. Mm-mm. So, um, but that doesn't happen. You're right. The, this movie's got no fucking balls. If they did, they would. These girls would. These two ladies would come together. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's wedding time though, nonetheless. And Anne powers through. There's a video like as she's walking down the aisle, like. The, they don't even save the big guns till later. Like this video montage is very strange. I've been, I've shot it didn't weddings. Didn't make sense. I haven't shot weddings. Like, let me clarify. I haven't shot weddings. I have <laughs> no. video weddings. Okay. And <laughs> on a camera. Done, they've not done the video montage until the reception. Like they don't do right. it while they're walking down the aisle. That's, That's weird. Very strange. 
Yeah, because oh. your eyes are supposed to be on the bride as she's yeah. walking down the aisle, not this video package. Yeah. And so the video plays and it's her on spring break and she's hitting on dudes and she's drunk and it's embarrassing. I but, get... like, she's fully clothed. Yeah. She's just, like, a little bit drunk. Like, if she were topless and right. this was, like, real crazy, I could yeah. see people being upset by it. But she she's was just really... drunk in a video. She she's was really not doing anything inappropriate <laughs> except dancing while yeah. inebriated on a bar, which maybe, I guess, is a little dangerous. But beyond that, mm-hmm. nothing. And we cut back to Kate Hudson. She's walking down her aisle during her ceremony, and everything's going great until Anne screams, runs into her wedding, tackles her, and they have a big fight. And this is like, to me, this is the movie. This is the movie. And and they should have capitalized on this more, this kind of this moment in any way possible. Maybe make the movie more of the actual wedding, like actual more of the second act, more of et cetera. But like, this is what we came to see is, is like the bride wars. Yeah. And it happens to me too little, too late. And it's like Grenada, man. It's a short little battle. It's it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah, they should have kissed at the end. They should have made out. Right. Yep. And they should have ran off. I'm together. glad you said it, Madeline, because <laughs> I've been thinking about anyone kissing Anne Hathaway. Um, <laughs> Candace Bergen, even. Have I'm fine you seen, with that. Um, have you seen Ocean's 8? Yeah. No, I have not. I rented no. it one time and I did not get around to watching it. And then I had a late fee because I rented it at a video store, which still exists. Yeah. And, uh, and then I, I was like, oh. I, uh, I liked it. Yeah. Well, if you like Anne Hathaway, she's. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jer. She's pretty hot in that movie. That's what <laughs> uh, I like. That's where I thought this was all coming from. She I'm uses her sexuality. Sexuality. <laughs> um, so they cut back to Kate. Well, yeah, they fight. And then Anne says, I can't do this anymore. She's the one who kind of squashes it right there. She stops and kiss, question mark? No, they don't kiss. No, no balls. Set, no. Slash disappointed. Like, Chris Pratt suddenly becomes this guy who, like, admits that he she's not the woman he fell in love with and that he, that's, uh, like, not okay. And no, she's it's, like, you, I'm not this person you want me to be, you know? It's all like, on her. Like, she's the one yeah. who, like has the moment yeah. and this is this is the the speech that she gives where i'm like god anne hathaway is great even in a garbage movie like yeah she's she wonderful it. yeah for sure um and but she he like walks the, out the only likable thing he walks yeah. out of i mean the movie. It, well it, it's mutual they're like we just we've gone our set we're we're different people now and then she says goodbye to him which is really silly because she lives with him she's so she's <laughs> like goodbye and then he's like True. yeah i guess i'll see you later when you come and get your stuff yeah, or I get be my awkward. stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. We're going to have a lot of interactions in the next few weeks. But By the way, are, are you hooking up with your kind of brother? All right. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it doesn't seem earned, this Ann and Pratt thing. They call it off, but okay. Uh, go have sex. Go hook up with Kate's bro. Yeah. That's fine. Kate says sorry. Ann's like, it's cool. And then Kate asks Ann to stand at the altar with her. And they should marry each other. They don't. And uh, they reset, though. Proceed with the wedding. The two friends walk out together in their two dresses happy. Reception time. But not a lot. Like, my question about all this is, like, legit. First of all, these rooms that they were getting married in in the plaza aren't that nice. Like, nothing's that that (laughs) nice. So, it's like, you had to pick this room, and it's literally just a room. What did you just say, Madeline? What did (laughs) you just say? I don't know if they filmed it at the actual plaza. I actually didn't look look that up. Madeline, I'm sorry. What did you just say? (laughs) Madeline, I think you're the robot. (laughs) I always wanted a human (laughs) wife. And then I guess my other question is then what happens like logistically like so Anne Hathaway is just out her life savings because she was saving up for this wedding and she put down all the deposits and had to pay for all this. 
what happens at the reception? There's two weddings here. There's two there's two giant meals hey, in two different rooms. Hey, Madeline, there's... did you see that doc on Firefest? It's a lot like that with the food. <laughs> they got like fucking non-grilled cheese sandwiches and it's really bad. The accommodations are FEMA tents. You're right. <laughs> yeah. There's it's no water. Bad. Yeah, it's the Firefest of weddings. Yeah. <laughs> so the assistant gets sexually assaulted by the one of the bridesmaids. She's I like, guess that's his retribution. Are you straight? He's like, I don't like to label it. And she just like mauls him. And uh, that's cool, I guess. Um, the bro it's, asks, it come up in? Question mark? Yeah, maybe that was it. Yeah. And he's like, hey, uh, I'm cool. And like, I guess you're like single now. So like, you want to like dance and stuff? And like they dance. And Kristen Johnson, you see her pass by the frame. She doesn't even get a line to exit out. She just drinks from the bottle of champagne. And like that, we're like, ha. And then there's a voiceover once again. And it's, you know, there really is one special person who knows you sometimes better than yourself. His name is Master Yoda. And he's on Jacoba. Failure's the greatest teacher, Ray. It's the same person who's been standing next to you all along, apparently. Like, that's the le- there's some lesson to be learned, guys, in these bride wars, and that's it. The lesson here is, you know what? Sometimes your friends are your friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, here's the thing. Like, the voiceover does not match the action. Like, it says it's the person who's been standing next to you all along. That is the cue for them to hook up, right? It's the I think person... Right. No. I don't know, though. Whatever. That's the person you've been looking for all along, right? It's They're not like, the man you just married. It's I, not the man you're married to. I think it's they your have, friend. What they, the sequel is not Baby Wars. It should be latent homosexuality wars. And these ladies need to just come to grips. That They just wanted to have a wedding, but they really wanted to marry each other. And I guess... Yeah. I mean, they, gay marriage that's how wasn't they... legal at that time. Oh, that's, how that's they right. Just as kids, you know. So like, there is something to this—the uh, marrying each other thing. Yeah. But what we get, and I was so mad when I saw this. I was like, okay, it's over. One year later, I'm like, oh fuck. And we see uh-huh. Anne. She's now married to Kate's bro. Like she mentions it. They meet up for like brunch, and she says, uh, "Oh, I have a due date on like March whatever." And she's like, Third. "My due date's on March whatever." which if i mean due dates are not like a hard out no it's not (laughs) it's not like you have to check out on the third it could be early or late we in our family um i was born two days from my cousin and that was kind of like a, a small war in our family my grandma my dad's mom was really upset about that because it was his uh her daughter's you know uh you know uh third kid yeah like fuck so it. like that was a that's weird. thing yeah again people do get weird about yeah. around big life events they do yeah that's one thing i will say that people do get weird i don't think that they attack each other so vigorously but there are some weird things that happen around life events so, yeah fucking dumb well fucking dumb. <laughs> i just and, say you should go to go to white castle have a few sliders yeah. have a few laughs have a few you know, some romance. Just, and, just you know, book in advance because they do fill up pretty damn quick. They do. Good luck with the Valentine's Day <laughs> thing. That's all I got to say. Good <laughs> luck. 
And that is Bride Wars from 2009, directed by Gary Winnick, a movie that is not worth at all the 89 minutes that it I is. I paid $4 for this to, to rent it. I not feel, own it. I feel you so paid? Good. I, you I paid, paid for it? Yeah. What? How did you watch it? It was on the TBS app. Oh, see, I don't do, I don't have TBS. I don't know. So I had to pay four dollars. Yeah. And I, I didn't do the pirate thing because I'm a good, I'm a good guy, you know. So. You're a good guy. Why don't you you go dance I've with? I paid uh, for other ones I've watched. This one, like I just like was searching for it. I just like and it said it was on TBS. So then I logged in. Ching. I wasn't about to pay for it. That's for damn sure. You know, everybody loses in the Bride Wars. I'm just saying, we all lose something. We all lost. I lost $4. So. <laughs> and we did that together. Yeah. Thanks, guys. And thank you for listening. And if you want to email us, you can email us at uh, 90under90 at gmail.com with your questions, comments, concerns, complaints, and we may read them on the air. We can get to any uh, uh, shows or uh, rather episodes of movies that you'd like to see on the show. You could follow us on Twitter at 90under90. You could follow us on Instagram at 90under90. We are on Facebook now at 90under90 Podcast. Uh, you can follow us individually except for Dan. And uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll, be on, I'll probably be on Instagram very soon, though. Uh, I have the account set up, but you know what? Join the gram. Yeah, the gram. Thanks for the being gram. on the show, Madeline. Uh, oh, thanks for having for, me. For Skyping with us here. <laughs> yes, and, yeah, yeah, for for doing it this way. I'm thank you for out. for staying alive and not going out in this weather. And uh, yeah. Yeah, we, we, it was the the, the right decision. Uh, and that is it for us this week. I'm Jeremy Eden. I'm Dan Eden. I'm Madeline Mapsy. That's a wrap. I'm coming day and night. I mean, it's terrific, right?